What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Sequence. I'm your host, Trevor Plouffe, and today's episode is brought to you by DraftKings. Now, we're going to be talking about one of the most incredible at-bats of all time. Uh, August 9, 2013, we're talking Miggy versus Rivera. Now, Miguel Cabrera, one of the best right-handed hitters of all time, is coming off a Triple Crown 2012 MVP season. All he did in 2013 was be better. He had a better overall season in 2013, wins the MVP again. He is completely in his prime in this season. Uh, Mariano Rivera, on the other hand, last year of his career. Now you're saying that's not really fair. We're talking about Miguel Cabrera in his prime versus Mariano's last year. But the thing is, 2013, Mariano was lights out again. A 2.11 ERA, 44 saves. He was an all-star this year. So we're still talking a very, very good Mariano Rivera. Now, Miggy, for me, was a huge influence. And I, I would say most guys that played the game uh, during this time would say the same thing. When you went to Detroit to play, you would always go out early to watch Miggy hit BP. It was like a master class in hitting. You'd watch him let the ball get deep and he would just sprinkle balls over the right field fence with ease. And this is before the turbo ball. Miguel Cabrera was incredible and he was very generous with his knowledge. He would always talk to you about hitting if you approached him. He was a little scary to do that, but once you got past it, uh, it was it was a good thing to do. I always tried to do it as much as I could. He was probably sick of me. Uh, but I remember this about very well. It was the talk of the town throughout the league when it happened, and for good reason. So let's go. All right, let's set this up. Yanks up 3-1, to one, base open, two outs in the top of the ninth. Miguel Cabrera comes up. He's 0-4 against Mariano coming into this at bat. Now, I don't know what the white bill is all about with the Yankees. Someone needs to explain that in the comments to me. I've totally forgot about that. But anyways, uh, base open, but I don't think Mariano really cares about that. He's going to go after Miggy here. And he opens him up with a little cutter up. And this is really close right here. That's Lyle Overbay playing first base. Not a great effort, Lyle. And I'm kind of happy that that happened because now we extend the at-bat. Um, if he catches that, we don't get to talk about this. And we don't get to see one of the best at bats of all time. So here's Lyle giving a, mm, I'm going to give it like a five or a six effort on that. Maybe he wanted to see this at bat. I don't know what it was. Um, but thanks, Lyle. So I read some, uh, some articles about Mariano talking about this at bat. And he was saying, you know, most of the time I just go at guys. I, I play to my strengths. I don't care about their weaknesses. And I did that in this at bat because Mickey doesn't have any weaknesses. He hits the ball to power to all fields. You can't exploit anything, so I'm going to go with my best. Now, you can see he's kind of like going inside to me. I think it's a really good place to go with me. You don't want the ball out over the plate against him, let him get extended. He handles that pitch so extremely well. When we would face him, we'd always try to go inside. We didn't have much success against him, uh, but I thought that was one place you could. So Mariano's got him down 0-2 now. Uh, first cutter up. That one kind of like a front door. And now we'll see what uh, what he goes to here. Again, up and in, I think that's kind of where you go with any real power hitter when you want to make him uncomfortable. You try to go up and in, change the eye level, make him feel a little bit uncomfortable. Maybe you try to get him to open up a little bit so you can uh, expand the zone away. Um, but again, Miggy doesn't get full. He's not a regular hitter. He's not me up there. This is Miguel Cabrera we're talking about. So one, two, the pitch setting up again in, and that one looked like a little two seamer could have just ran off. Um, but he fouls it off his knee. And I think this is really important. Um, I talked to Tori Hunter about this about, I texted him. I said, Tori, do you have any insight? Uh, he was the batter right before Miggy. And I said, tell me something about this at bat. And he said, 
Miggy was really hurt. He goes, that wasn't for show. He said his leg was killing him. So uh, you can imagine, you know, this is a 93-mile-hour pitch, and he just fouls it right off his knee. It doesn't feel good. So we're going to see a little bit of pageantry here. He's walking. He's making sure he's okay. Uh, I think a little bit of it is bright lights. New York, this is, you know, I just won the Triple Crown MVP uh, on this date here. This is August 9, 2013. Mickey came into the game with 33 homers and 105 RBIs. Think about that. With, with two months to play, essentially, a month and three-quarter to play, this guy is uh, putting those types of numbers up. So basically, he can do whatever he wants. And um, this is all part of it. We love to see this, you know, build up the emotion. And now Miggy's like, man, that didn't feel that good. I got to get back in the box, though. Mariano's like, hey, get back in the box so I can throw another one inside because I want you to do that exact same thing. At least that's what I think he's thinking. Uh, but there, Miggy's back in the box. One, two. And uh, we'll see where he sets up here. Back inside. Oh, and he does it again. <laughs> As a hitter, you hate that. You think, hey, I got one inside. He's going to expose me away now. He comes right back to it. And look at Miggy's face. <laughs> Miggy's like, dude, what's this guy doing? And watch it again. Ooh, that one's off the shin. Now, first one was kind of top of the knee. And there's my boy, Tori. <laughs> That's a great face right there. So knee and now shin. And of course, any hitter will tell you, you got the shin guard on. It never hits the shin guard. I don't know why. It never hits the shin guard. But hey, got work to do. Now, you see right there, he wants to set him up away, expand that. But guess what? Miggy's not biting. He's not biting right there. And this is just another example of why he's so good. Um... A lot of times you'd be seeing him open him up right there because he doesn't want to get beat inside again, but he didn't. Stayed exactly where he needed to be, uh, back up the box. This is where Mickey lives. So here we go. 2-2 two, two tries to go in again. Problem is he didn't get it inside, and boom. Mariano said as soon as that pitch left his fingers, he knew it was a home run. He said, I didn't even have to watch Gardner chase after it. I knew I made a mistake. He thought it was the right pitch. He wanted to go back in with a two-seamer there, a little bit of trickery, but he left it over the plate. And a guy like Miggy, that's what he does to you. So just an absolutely epic at bat right there. Basically, you know, hobbling around on one leg, but he gets his pitch to hit. He never changes his approach. He doesn't open up. He doesn't lean back over the plate after that last cutter on the 2-2. He stays in the middle where he always does. He doesn't change his approach, and that's why he's so damn good. Now watch this pitch. Supposed to be inside, but man, just stays over the plate. And Mariano knew it right away. Uh, Miggy goes on later in the year, and the next at-bat he faces Mariano. There's Tori again. The next at-bat he faces Mariano, hits another home run. He's the only player to ever hit consecutive home runs and consecutive at-bats against Mariano, joining Longoria and Martinez, the only right-handed hitters to have two home runs off of Mariano Rivera. So just an absolutely epic display, epic at-bat. And uh, again, this was the talk of the town throughout the league. It was, everyone was buzzing about it, and uh, rightfully so. So thank you for joining us. Um, hope you guys are having a great start to the year, and we'll see you next week on Sequence. Peace. 
While the holiday season may be over, the sports calendar is in full swing this week. From collegiate to professional sports, there's no shortage of action, and there's no better place to get in on all of this action than with DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. If you haven't tried out DraftKings Sportsbook, what are you waiting for? To celebrate this year's football playoffs, DraftKings is giving all new players the chance to bet on any of the weekend's professional football games at 100-1 to odds. That's right. All you have to do is bet $1 on any football game this weekend, and if your team wins, you cash $100. And while we're all excited for football, let's not forget the 2021 basketball season has tipped off, so head to the app now to check out all of DraftKings' daily odds boosts. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code JOHNBOY when you sign up to get 100-1 to odds on any football game this weekend, that's code JOHNBOY for new players to get a shot at $100 on any football action this weekend for a limited time, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. <laughs> 